0: Today I thought I wanted to start with uh, with just you know considering those those reflections you know which we have been uh, doing together over the last two months since these uh, Wednesday meetings are happening. I'm wondering you know if they do do they have any effect on your mind or on your life you know how you are approaching the poly crisis, are there any new openings for you? That was one thing, you know, I was wondering about. And to just, you know, look in your own mind and see if if some new perspectives might have opened up for you. And because, you know, in general, the purpose of meditation is to develop wholesome mind states. So it's a means to an end because we want to encourage wholesome mind states and discourage unwholesome mind states. And my hope is, you know, that the practices we are doing together, that they lead us towards more wholesome mind states, lead us to a deeper sense of being connected with what's happening on the planet and from that place of really being connected to reality, that that will give or induce wholesome mindsets. Even, you know, the reality is in some ways, you know, disconcerting and there's a lot of uncertainty, but the fact of being deeply connected to earth and Realizing, you know, that we are not separate from the planet and that there's a very great, uh, you know, intelligence operating through all of those processes we can connect with, you know, the Dhamma that that in itself can induce actually very wholesome mindsets a sense of not being alone, a sense of being deeply connected and enriched by something so much bigger than ourselves and that we don't need to be trying to continue with the story of being masters of the universe or ever you know, having a chance to get there, but just starting to bow down to the fact that we are just part of this vast process and we do have practices and we can and act practices to be in deeper connection with that process. Because, you know, if we are like disconnected, we tend to make up a lot of stories about what is going on. Whereas if we can connect, then there is a sense of uh, receiving and having information coming through us rather than us you know, creating stories. So we can change our relationship to what we're experiencing by just simply, you know, putting energy into connecting with our experience and developing a wholesome relationship to it. And in regards, you know, to the whole uh, poly crisis and the, Limitations of the piles fear, you know, we need to be interested in. There's like two kinds of meditations I particularly want to use on those Wednesday morning meetings. The first one being, you know, the meditation on the elements, which is a meditation in the first establishment of mindfulness in the four Satipatthana, you a know, very ancient teaching, which comes to us <coughs> from Iron Age India. So that's a, a, a you know practice which we can call Vipassana, or leading to clear seeing about the way things really are. And then, on the other hand, the Brahma Vihara practices, which induce wholesome mind states, through you know certain exercises which we are doing, either you know reflecting on an, a sentence, reflecting on an image, and then we are basically first we are doing the Brahmavihara practice, and then once it's established, we are it, And the radiating practice which I have been guiding us in. So there's a sense of offering up, you know, certain assumptions and stepping into the limitless of the brahma viharas you know, and both of those practices they help us to refine our capacity for attunement to what's happening because you know if we can't really feel our sense into what's happening we tend to overthink you know we tend to be a lot in our head and even you know, if we are acknowledging that there's a certain numbness and there's, we're not feeling much, we we don't know you know what emotion is here because there's a certain shutting down happening. Even in you know, recognizing the numbness is already you know a step into practice. Recognizing you know that sometimes you know the system numbs out because that was an early strategy to deal with overwhelm, and that has an intelligence to it, and that needs to be recognized. And through that recognition of the numbness, we start to slowly, you know, transform it, or it transforms itself through awareness. So it's like, uh, you know, explorers who go into uncharted territory, you know, for in service kind of, yeah, in service for for the transition, which we are confronted with, you know, if we are acknowledging it or not. We are in the middle of it already. And we can, you know, we can cooperate and turn towards it and make ourselves available, not just for ourselves, but also for for our loved ones, for our civilization, for for all beings, really. And just add one more heart, one more mind into the mix, you know, who is willing to become the immune system, which is responding to our situation. And not, you know, by just thinking our way through it, but by making ourselves available through attunement saying, yes, you know, I make myself available. I know, you know, if I can't get away from it, I just need to really go into it. And that's a teaching, you know, Arjun Pasano is on record for having often shared, you know, with the Sangha. And I remember it too, you know, if you can't get out of it, you need to get into it. And I think we can't get out of this um, polycrisis just, by thinking our way out of it, that is not possible. And I think everyone here on the call knows that. So then the next option is if you can't get out of it, let us get into it. You know, let us really attune and go deeper and see what is unfolding through really making ourselves available for that process you know to be witnessed and, and to be embodied by those who are ready for it. And you know meditating together with this intention is powerful, I think. And that's what I hope you know we're going to do together on this calls. So maybe we can now start, you know, with a sit. And just, you know, connecting with the breath and allowing the breath to take us into the body. allow our nervous system to take us deeper. So the nervous system is uh, like an antenna throughout the whole body, like an antenna, an instrument, which connects the, the body and the mind. So the sensing with the nervous system and the cognitive process of the mind, if they are in sync, then we say this makes sense, this makes sense to me. being aware of the weight of the body and the sense of gravity which connects us with the planet which is underneath where we are sitting and sensing into that uh, vastness which we are part of, like a wave on the ocean. So our nervous system can sense that like an antenna. And When we are we are breathing in, we can, uh, you know, just familiarize ourselves with that uh, sense of being connected to something much vaster, much bigger than ourselves. And with the out breath, just letting go all tension. Letting it just drop into the earth. And not just see what comes up when you are allowing that sense of connectedness and of depths to speak to you. Not through words, but through whatever it is, you know, it might be There will most likely be some, some kind of feeling, felt sense. You know, that sense of deep connectedness, which is coming online again for many people at this time. Because we, you know, really need that to reorient ourselves in what needs to be taken into account now. It almost reminds me of the, um, you know, when we speak about early child development, there's a phase which is called the reproachment phase. You know, when the child, you know, very happily, you know, tries out and then gets scared and comes back again, and how important it is, you know, that the parents are available to develop a sense of independence, but also a sense of relationship. And I think it looks like we are in that phase now, you know, where we get scared and we have to come back. And that's good. Because that fear of the unknown, how it's going to continue life on earth, that brings us back to, quote unquote, the mother. Because we are a young species. And that's just the way it is. It's not our fault. It's just what we are like this. And we have been so fascinated, you know, by the toys of science and uh, technology, which are truly Amazing, but they are just not enough for a full life in a biosphere which is having limits. Other ways of sensing and knowing need to also be applied in order to have a balanced way of living. And that's, you know, what we are starting to collectively open up to. having our indigenous brothers and sisters as the peoples who have been protecting that information for so long. So now we need to join forces. And by opening our minds to this, we can help, you know, to prepare the path, to prepare the way for this transformation to enter into the mainstream. At least trying. So, sensing this vast and huge root system of our ancestors, which is in our bodies and in the planet human ancestors, animal ancestors, plant ancestors, mineral ancestors. All beings which have gone before us. And we are standing on their shoulders right now. Connecting them to future beings. So the vastness of all of this. We can sense, we can listen into that vast space. Not just beneath us, but all around us. Spaciousness and the silence. Then we can just let go of the space and of the silence and be aware of that which knows about the space and the silence. kind of a u-turn. conscious awareness. And being aware, you know, of the quality of the mind, which doesn't cling to anything. Subtle joy, maybe, or a sense of contentment. Sense of spaciousness. And ease. Maybe, uh, you know, opaque equanimity equipoise, which is present if the mind doesn't cling. And from that, you know, perspective, looking at what we are speaking about here in this Wednesday mornings and uh, Anyway, we are getting to know our body as an intelligent system, you know, that's deeply connected to the planet and carries a long tradition of evolutionary intelligence. We can trust. you know, from this place of grounding remember you know why we have come here today why you're practicing with us You know, to consciously, you know, being on a threshold like that, what a amazing situation that is. This is a true exploration of uh, new ways of being a human being on this planet. And that's what is so needed right now. Consciously standing on a threshold together. That's what is happening. You know, inviting a merchants. The innate intelligence of nature, the dharma. to guide us. And as we are slowly and you know, coming to the end of that sit, I'd like to uh, share with you one more time the Aloka Earthrum prayer, which is a, a draft in progress. So I'm just gonna slowly read it. At a local earth room, we are engaged in an inquiry on how to adapt, create resiliency, and become more attuned to the current cultural context of the Anthropocene, or it's also called late-stage modernity, late-stage capitalism, or Kali-Yuga. To be a contributing force, For cultural evolution, we need to embody new and ancient ways of being. This requires great acts of courage as we shed our old belief systems, programming and stories. We recognize that the evolutionary force that puts the stars in motion is moving through us and is a dynamic self organizing process whose grace and guidance we can trust. Mm-hmm. Our vision is a future in which everyone knows that we are part of an intelligent living earth. As a living laboratory, we are holding questions of how to decolonize, how to Decolonize our minds from the dominant culture of capitalism, patriarchy, racialized hierarchies, scarcity logic, and oppressive systems of control. How do we become stewards in service of all life while walking the Buddha's noble eightfold path? Our prayer is to create an imprint of lived possibility in solidarity with all life, in dialogue with the living planet, and in service to the collective transition. I trust and surrender to the guidance of the Dharma, biointelligence, and emergence. I want to serve the letting go of old forms and emergence of the new. Until Enlightenment. So that's, you know, in a way, a summary of uh, what I, you know, bring to the table or to the meditation cushions on those Wednesday mornings. And uh, and it's a full hearted service, which I like to do myself, you know, and uh, because it is not easy, I hope, you know, to share that wish with others and uh, by, you know, meeting in this way every week and and, uh, bringing this to mind. I think this is a training, you know, we can do and uh, we can uh, cultivate this new way of looking at the situation. You know, we are all practitioners all meditators, but we live in a particular time which you know, potentially can become like a real impasse you know, for our civilization. We can no longer optimize those ways of being and doing. So it's like, you know, those cracks opening up and we just collectively, you know, taking a look together. I think that's, uh, you know, what we can do. Inviting, inviting the planet, inviting the Dharma to speak to us. And, you know, making ourselves available. So I, you know, thank you from my heart, you know, for showing up.